Welcome to Toffee Blue View, your source for all things Everton. My name is Jerry, and I'm from North Carolina. His name is Edward, and he's from Southport. Yay! Woo. <laughs> so, uh, this international break thing uh, is awful. It's like Lent. I don't mind doing Lent, in all honesty. I'm not a fan. You know, I, I watch I watch England play, and I watch the U.S. play, and I watch a few other whatever's on. But How are the U.S. doing? We play tomorrow, and if we win or tie that, we're in. Oh, cool. Who's it against? Uh, we're playing Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. And, uh, I mean, if you look at the table, uh, they're technically in last place. But mm. but we're playing in Trinidad, you know? We're playing away. And uh, and apparently they're, apparently they're just a tough team to play at home. So, today's show, we will be covering the news, fans' thoughts... We need to talk about Williams and a new segment called uh, Unpopular Opinion. And it might not go well. Hence the title. It'll be very popular. You know what I mean? Eh? Uh. <laughs> All right. So let's get going with the news. Um, I do that now. Uh, since this is the international break, you have all these international games... Uh, and England managed to take care of their business this past week and qualified yeah. for, qualify for the World Cup. Yeah, you know. Uh, the way played, we did it, though, it wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't pretty, but, I mean, you still qualified. Got it done. still worked, you know. Keane played in both games, and he started against Lithuania. And Pickford was on... Yeah, Pickford was ne- on the nearly, nearly got an own goal, which was a bit... Uh, Ah, but it didn't. It didn't happen, you know? No. Apparently a good save by Butland, so England yeah. number one's okay for now. It seems like it. Yeah? yeah. Uh, Who would you rather start, Hart, Butland, or Pickford? Right now, I would say Butland. Yeah. Because of... Shame. I I think it, it, Hart's had a few, you know, not-so-great games, and I think Butland has more experience than Pickford. You know? Mm. Pick, Pickford eventually, because we know how good he is. Um, but I think easing him into it is a, is a good idea. Um, I think he'll probably, he'll probably, I think Butland's probably going to be the main guy now, hopefully. I think Hartle will probably still be in the squad and all that, but I think Butland's probably going to be, or what I'm hoping for, Butland be the main one, so the main goalkeeper, mm-hmm. and then in sort of like the less important ones, we have Pickford in, like you say, to get the experience going, and then one day he'll be the number one. I hope that's the way it is. Yeah, I'm not sure if Southgate sees it that way. No, he's probably not going to do that. He'll start hard. He'll start hard. You know? <laughs> uh, so, um, considering this England, this England squad with this manager in this form, how far do England go in the World Cup? Oh, we won't get out of the qualifiers. I mean, out of the group stage. You think? Yeah. I'm not confident. Not confident at all. But it depends. If he goes and plays the right squad, we could make it to the groups. Knockout stage. Knockout <laughs> stage, whatever it's called. We could make it to that, but knowing England, we're just going to play all the wrong players. We're going to play Hart. We're going to play... I, 
nothing against Hart, but he's not what he used to be. We're going to play Henderson. Obviously, Henderson should be nowhere near England at the minute. Um, I don't know. If we play the right squad, we play the ones that are in form, we play the ones that are good, then I can see us going to the knockout rounds. But no, I do think we probably won't get past knowing England. I am going to be more positive. Perhaps it's because I'm not as jaded of an England supporter, you know what I mean? Like, I I have a little bit more faith. I'm, I'm going to say they are going to get out of the first round, and I think they will make it to the final eight, quarterfinals. I thought you were going to say the final. <laughs> That's a bit hopeful. I think it's a realistic spot is quarterfinals, um, mm-hmm. because even, even when England don't play their most talented team, they're still more talented than most of the other nations, you know? Uh, another international match between Ireland and Wales happens today. Oh, yeah. Ashley Williams against what would have been Seamus Coleman if it weren't for that awful injury that he suffered against Wales. Yeah. All right? So, um, do... Now, this is just some for, for some perspective because, you know, me American, all right? Uh, do Everton fans pull against Wales because of what happened to Coleman in a situation like today, in a game like today? Or do they just see it as that's just football, bad things happen? I mean, you know? The way I see it, I don't have anything against the Welsh team. I think the Welsh team are really good and I have a lot of respect for them, especially with the likes of the Euros when they got really, really far. But, and I still think they're a very strong team, even without their talisman, Gareth Bale. The only person I really do have a massive grudge against is Neil Taylor, who broke Coleman's leg. That's really the only grudge I've got against, because the ref got it right. He was a straight red card, but what Neil did, Neil Taylor did, was just completely wrong. That shouldn't be allowed in football, and he got banned for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm in one of those weird situations. Usually when I watch an international match like this, I just want to see a good game. I just want to see teams playing well. I want to see solid defense and a couple of goals. I just want to see competitive match, you know? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not completely sure what what I'm going to be thinking when I watch that today. So, uh, more rumors, because international breaks mean rumors. Lots of yeah. them. Because they want our clicks. They want our business. Click so, bait. the next three things may be total lies, just to get us talking about it, just to get us clicking. But you know what? It's conversation. Rumors are afoot that Kuman has till... November, the rest of October to save his job. Now, mm. Edward. Called it. This is literally the exact same thing that you said last week. So, since you are our new ITK god, <laughs> what can you what can you tell Self-proclaimed. us? Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed yeah. may I add. What can you tell us about the future? I personally think that with this with this whole story, if it's true. I'm glad they've set that deadline. I'm very happy with that because that shows they care enough. They they give him they've given him time to get it done, and there's a lot of important fixtures to say. Keep the job or you lose the job. I think that's really good that they've set the deadline there. That is still four weeks, so that's enough. I reckon that's enough time to sort of like turn it around. I think if he gets four results out of four in that and good results, so like no losses at all, then he'll stay in a job 
If not, then that's going to be when he goes. But we don't know. We don't know if it's actually true or not. Like you say, it could all be lies. Well, I mean, you know me. I'm, I hesitate to have a, a deadline, per se, I, I just because, I don't know. I, I want to see, see improvement of form, period. I want to watch us play, and I want to see some life. I want to see some penetration. I want to see some shots on goal. We've just put forth a lot of lifeless performances. I want to see more of, like, the first 20 minutes against Burnley. If we, if we don't win all four games, okay, if we don't win all four, let's say we lose one, win two, and draw one, okay? If that happens, I'm going to be focused on how we played. How do we look? You know, is there progress? And, and if there's progress, I'm fine with keeping him onward just to see if that progress continues. Um, because, because that gives you, I feel like, the best chance to win moving forward. Um, but if we get embarrassed in October, I can't defend that, you know? Straight embarrassed is, that's not good for anyone. All right, so two more rumors, two more international break rumors that could be total lies. Uh, recalling Onyekuru may be on the menu this January, okay? Uh, he'll, still, again, he'll probably get played at, like, left center back or something, so it won't make a difference. <laughs> well, we need one of those. Uh, <laughs> so, uh... The rumors were that the reason he's not playing for us right now is because we had trouble with the work permit. All right? So he goes to Anderlecht, and he's actually played well and scored some goals um, when he's gotten to play. Uh, but now it's resurfaced. It's surfaced that Everton want to bring him in on some sort of special talent permit. Now, I know nothing about work permits and all that nonsense. But I think right? you've, got to, you've got to have served... I think it's a certain amount of caps for your country um, or, yeah, something like that to be able to be allowed to sort of travel in Europe, I think, right. something like that, or even be old enough. And he's got, and he doesn't have caps for his country, he doesn't have any of that stuff, so there, it may be just supporters, desperation, thinking they want to spark, and they start this kind of rumor, wishful thinking perhaps, and to add to the intrigue here, uh, Onyekuru has put something on his Instagram account uh, where he's in the passenger seat of a car, uh, and he's the location is listed as Liverpool. In Liverpool! What? I, I didn't think it was as believable until I heard that. Possibly some more firepower coming in. I don't know if it would... It could be... Uh, heck, if he's, if he's in Liverpool now, it could be... I wonder if it would be sooner than January. I don't know. That that may not be one of those international break rumors. It may be real. Uh, i got to be honest, though, to have an extra bit of energy up front, think about his pace with, with Calvert-Lewin and possibly Lookman, possibly Sandro, and Nias. I Vlasic. Mean, Vlasic. These are, these are potent players. Now, they probably need some more mindful players like like Rooney, like Sigurdsson, like Davies. Like Barkley. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be neat. That'd be crazy. Uh, uh, to kind of balance it out, I feel like you need a good mix of both. But um, mm. he would just only add to our team being uh, even more dangerous, and I think it would definitely help us kind of get through those difficult lines like Burnley's was. I think he's a really good talented youngster. But surely he fills the spot of Luckman. And if Luckman stays... 
where's he going to play? That's, but I'll leave it there. Yeah, I'll leave it there no, that. I think that's a really good point. Last rumor. I want to see I want to see an Evertonian's face from England when I say this, okay? It's all over Twitter that a new coach may be coming to Everton. But who? Maybe lies. Maybe lies, gentle viewer and listeners. A new coach that has coached with Kuman before, named Sammy Lee. Why? Why? I mean, he's helped with the national team. I think he helped Big Sam with the national team. He's helped, uh, I think he worked with Komen at, uh, over at Southampton. Um, supposedly he's a good offensive-minded coach. He's well-respected as far as coaches go. Um, <laughs> but, so pretend, let's pretend like this is true. Let's just pretend like this is a thing that might happen. How am I supposed to feel about this? Seriously, because I don't. I've only been supporting Everton since like 2011. How am I supposed to feel about this? It's like Steven Gerrard coming over to coach uh, Everton. You just don't see it happening. Even if it did, it would just feel really weird. It was like the rumors uh, last summer, I think, before we got Coman. I think it was, or when Coman was being rumored to get the Barcelona job, we were getting linked with Rafa Benitez. Yeah, which. It sort of feels like in the same same boat. Just no, yeah. no, just wouldn't be right. Don't get me wrong; he's probably good, but no. How how important are results to us? <laughs> you know what I mean. Let's say we bring him in, and Don't he. Say if, that. if you knew that, if you knew our results would improve, if we brought in a red for the coaching staff, no. Still no. You know what I mean? No. I think, I think no. you still have to say no. I agree. Just, it would just feel wrong. Like it's being tainted a, by red. It's, it's such yeah. a temptation because you're thinking, oh, wow, results for the squad. It's great to see it. But I don't think you can do it. When I think of, when I compare this rivalry, I think it's one of the most heated rivalries in the world. All right? And when I compare this rivalry to other rivalries, see, it, being from North Carolina, I live in, this is college basketball country, okay? And nobody really knows what I'm talking about except for, uh, you know, Americans who play, who watch basketball. But Carolina and Duke, okay? North Car- University of North Carolina and Duke University, huge rivals. And I could never see Michael Jordan going to coach at Duke. Could never see it. I can never see something like that happening. It's just unheard of, and the people, the administration, and all that stuff, they would never hear of it. Same situation here. I can't... Kuman would have to really be fighting for it. He'd have to really be fighting for it. And even then, I don't think it would happen. That's crazy. Oh, man. So anyway, all right. So, that is the news, everybody. Uh, so, uh, now is the time when we lend an ear to our fellow supporters. Yeah! This is actually, this is generally one of my favourite bits of doing recordings. It's just, like, hearing other people. It's really nice. It's a, it, it, the, the mailbox was stuffed today. We have a lot to discuss. Yeah, boy. So, we're gonna, we're gonna get through these as quickly as we can. Um, so, let's, let's get on this. Owen Doyle 694 and Everton EFC 1878. 
Both of those two uh, people asked, who's going to be Kuman's replacement if he gets sacked? I don't like talking about it. I'm, I know it doesn't seem obvious, but I don't really like talking about Coman losing his job. But if he was to lose his job to someone, I would say Ancelotti, Tuchel, one of the two there. Or I think it's probably going to be Onsworth. That would be his replacement for the season. Until next season's... Well, until the start of next season where we can get a good, decent replacement in with lots of research. But I think Unsworth would be given a go. I wouldn't mind it. Maybe Ferguson. Don't mind. But if we were going to go straight in for someone who is really there, Ancelotti or Tuchel? I think initially it's going to be Unsworth as caretaker manager. And uh, I, I don't... Although I would like to give him a run just to see how he does, uh, I don't think... I think Moshiri wants a, a sexy hire. Someone with a bigger name, someone with more of a pedigree. And I think a lot of Evertonians want that too, uh, despite them also really wanting Unzi to, to, to do well. Uh, so, I mean, I think the caretaker is going to be Unsworth for a little while, and I'm just for the sake of picking someone, just one person... Uh, I'm gonna say uh, Tuchel. That's mm. that's the one that I would say. Yeah, that's that's who I want. Uh, Jack Lamb one two three on Instagram has asked if we would take Eddie Howe on. Ooh, that is a very good question. I do like Eddie Howe. He's a good manager. Uh, the way he's managed to turn Bournemouth's club around is pretty impressive. He's able to bring young talent in. He knows. A team, he knows how to play a team and get wins, although it doesn't look like it recently, but they've, a bit like us, they've had a tough run of fixtures um, that's a really tricky one, because he's young so he's he could be inexperienced, but I feel like if we brought him in, he could be around for a while uh, I do think I would take him, but I know we're not going to get him, not until the end of the season at least because of the fact yeah. that Bournemouth are desperately needing him right now. Yeah. I mean, to be, to be totally honest with you, I mean, I like Eddie Howe. I think he's a good manager. Um, I mean, I would love the idea, and I don't think everybody else would agree with me, but I, would, I wouldn't mind Sean Dyche. Uh, these are, these yeah, are, yeah, these are managers that have taken, you know, clubs and brought them up and brought a sense of stability to their club. And uh, I don't know. I, I like Eddie Howe. I would be okay with it. I just don't – I agree with you. I don't think it's going to happen, but not necessarily because he's at Bournemouth right, right now. I think – really, I think Moshiri wants wants someone bigger. I think he wants to really push us up there, okay? I he think that's wants, really good, actually, to show – it shows the kind of owner he is. Ambition. He's got ambition, and I, you know? And normally, when he wants his man, he gets his man, doesn't he? Like he with Coman. He, he was prepared to pay the, whatever, like, one or two million payout yep. to... Basic, basically, the transfer of, the transfer fee to get him. Mm -hmm. So, it shows he does want his guy, and he does care about Evertonians a lot. Everton EFC1878 also asks, how do we get to the next level? Number one, we have to start bringing in some kind of cohesion and stability for the team. We have to be a, a right now. We have to be more of a dependable Europa League team because we're not that right now. We're not even that. All right. We have to 
we have to be a place where people want to come and play. I think at the beginning of the season, people wanted to come to us a little bit more because we had Europa League and there was a lot of promise. Right now, there's it looks like bad mojo. You know, it's just something's something's not right, and we haven't played well in Europa League, and and we need to be in either Europa League or Champions League to really get to the next level. I think we get some stability and we start moving up in the league. And and really, uh, I, I think to really, truly get to the next level, that new stadium. Yeah, I can understand. I can understand. I only have one point. Shoot. Not needing to sell our stars. Because hmm. we sold Rooney for big money. We sold Lukaku for big money. We sold Stones for big money. Okay, some of those might not be the greatest names in football, but we're still we're still a feeder club. It doesn't matter that we spent a hundred million on Sigurdsson, Keane, Pickford, all of these to get to the next level. We need to. We can buy those players by all means. Like go big with the transfer fees or everything. Like that shows we're getting to that level. But we only were able to spend that money because we sold Lukaku, because we had to sell our main stars. Do you think that's true? Do you think that's true? Do you think it's sell to buy? Seriously? Yes, yeah, at the minute. I mean, okay, so if we keep hold of Barkley, Sigurdsson will be the first one which says, we bought someone and we didn't sell someone. Right. Because if you look at, you look at we sold 90 million, we got 90 million for Lukaku, most of the signings of the summer were covered by that. Mm-hmm. I think like it was Sigurdsson's transfer that really stepped out of that. So, to go to the next level, I would say we shouldn't be selling our stars. Because if you look at, if you look at the likes of Spurs, you'd say a couple of years ago Spurs were at the same level as us, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Or maybe a little bit higher. But... They sold Gareth Bale, and that was a big mistake. Uh, similar to us with Lukaku, that that was a big mistake. They did make a lot of investments in the team, but most of them didn't work out. That's when they brought in players like Harry Kane. Harry Kane was one of their own, basically, and they have not sold him for, I think it was about three or four seasons, when they said there were going to be big money moves coming in for him. They've gone to the next level because of his goals, because of his quality, and in so, not selling their star player. So that is what I think is going to get us to the next level. All right, not to perpetuate the conversation, because we do need to move on, but I don't think we would have sold Lukaku if he wanted to stay. So I think what you're saying is partially true. I think the other half of it is we need to be a place where the players want to stay. Because I think we didn't want to sell Stones, but we did. We didn't want to sell Lukaku, but we did. And I'm not completely sold that we really want to sell Barkley. I think, I mean, we've offered him a contract, and he said no. We have to be a place where these players want to be. And I think by doing that, we've got to get some stability, and we've got to start winning, winning some uh, silverware. You know? Um, we've got to start moving up in the table. Because... Uh, because right now, where we're at in the table, no one wants to come to that. That obviously brings us into the next question, which is why isn't Davies starting every week? And is Coman the reason why Barkley wants to leave? That was brought in by Loza Joey Gately on Facebook. So thank you for that, Loza. Uh, Jerry, if you want to kick it off. 
As far as the Davies question, there's no reason the boy should not be playing. He should be playing every game. Here's the only thing that I can think of is Kuman. He keeps talking about he wants to protect the young players. Uh, additionally, I think he's wanting to get uh, and experience because that's the only way he's going to get better and it's the only way he's going to get acclimatized. However, look at the way we play when Davis is in the game. We play better. Okay, we're a better team when he's in. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying he should be the first name on the card. Okay? When we're playing a game, a must win, we need Davis in. And I don't... Mm. I don't get the logic of not playing him. But there's also there's also the thing that he's getting played too much. Because if you look at you look at that Europa game that he played in, he was one of the worst players on the pitch on the day. He was really, he didn't do well at all. He was one of his worst and then games. They brought in close and yeah, I mean it. It just it wasn't great. But that wasn't a great game for everyone. I can understand sort of why Coman doesn't want him playing every week. Doesn't want to phase him out. Doesn't want to. Like knock his confidence if he has a bad game. I can understand that. But he's a good player. He is a really good player and he needs to be starting. He's got that energy. He's got he's basically a sort of like a younger Wayne Rooney. Like Wayne Rooney has the passion. He wants to play for Everton. You can see in his eyes he is proud to put on the Everton shirt. Davies is the same. So that's sort of why he needs to be in the team. He is that player that is proud to put on the club badge. Plus, he gives us something that Clausen doesn't give us. You know, when we were talking about in our Clausen video, we talked about how he doesn't push the ball forward. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Davies pushes the ball forward. He's not afraid to make one of those marauding runs all the way up the field. Now, he's not necessarily Mr. Pace. He's not the fastest guy, but he will find, he will take the space when given. He's not going to sit there and one and two touch play because he's worried about getting knocked off the ball. Now, sometimes he gets knocked off the ball. He needs to bulk up some more. But he's got less fear. And I, he's just he, he can pick a pass. That assist to Neos uh, against Bournemouth was, was awesome. It was so smart and slick, and just found him right through the. It was ground. similar to the. It was similar to the one against uh, Southampton that Lukaku got. Mm. If you think about it, it was basically same area, yeah. same ball through, and it worked. So we've got that quality. Yeah, I mean he's he helps us defensively. He he connects play, and he helps get uh, transition going. I think he needs to be playing, but I think Ed and I we both agree. Uh, He's being when he doesn't play, he's being rested or protected, and it's, maybe it's not necessarily because Kuman thinks he shouldn't be in. But going back to the question by Loza yes. uh, with Barkley, simple, simple answer: yes. He Koeman is the reason why Barkley doesn't want to play for Everton. I personally yeah. think because he's not used to the approach that Koeman gives. I think Koeman could help Barkley a lot with the whole tough approach thing. But it's just, with Barkley, it looks like he's sort of lost all motivation because of the fact that he's sort of been, because he's the scapegoat Mm -hmm. for the team. When the team wasn't playing well, the fans, and it looked like the boss, all turned on him. Mm -hmm. So I can understand sort of why he would want to leave in thinking, oh, well, hang on, no one's going to want to support me, no one no one wants to watch me play, so why should I be here? He has to deal with supporters that put a lot of pressure on him. 
He has to deal with the fact that... The media. And the media that puts a lot of pressure on him. He's got to deal with Kuman, who berates him in the media, uh, and doesn't really act like he's very important to the team. Uh, I totally think Kuman is the reason why Barkley wants to leave. And if he hadn't... Or, and I'm convinced... I, I'm convinced he's been tapped up by Spurs. I'm convinced that's where he's going to go. I don't like thinking about it, but I think that's what's happening. Uh, but honestly, yeah, I think Kuman's the reason. And uh, if Kuman was a little, it was fine with putting his arm around him, made him feel like he was part of the plans. Uh, Barkley wouldn't want to be leaving. Next question: Famous EFC on Instagram asks, "Where will Everton be in five plus years?" In a new stadium. B dot UB thirty Dylan on Instagram. Asks, uh, maybe a change in formation. We, we've addressed this before. Yes. Similar formation to the, like a 4-4-2, but obviously it didn't work, so we need to try something different. But not three number 10s in the same lineup. Um, Dan Rowley USM asks us to cover new youth players coming through, please. And uh, Yannick Min- Mendelez on Instagram. How is David Unsworth adapting and preparing the U23s and defending the PL2 title after losing top players like Davies, DCL, Joe Williams, Connolly, Dowell, etc. to the first team in loan moves? Okay? I think he'll, I think he'll adjust. He'll adjust. Um, it'll get him a little bit of time because of the fact that he's lost so many key players. But I think the academy we've got at the minute, we've got so many good players in so many positions... That I think he'll he'll adjust. He will adjust. Some of the impact players that are playing this season that, that played last season that are maybe playing an even bigger role. Harry Charlesley, like you said, Sambo, David Hennen, Matty Folds, Gethin Jones, Benny Benengimi. Uh, honestly, those players out of those, I don't know if any of them are ready for. I mean, Morgan Feeney is another one. Um, I don't know if any of those are ready for the first team. Oh, uh, Luke Garbett is in there. He's getting some minutes now. Yes, I'm happy with that. And well, yeah, he's getting minutes, but from what I'm reading, a lot of the reports, he's again, he's still got his service, but defensively, he needs to keep stepping it up and bring a little more consistency. We made some really awesome U23 purchases with uh, the lead from Fulham at it. Adeniran or Adneron, Bowler, Lewis Gibson, Boris Mathis, uh, Markolo. We brought Anton Doncor back on loan. When I look at when I look at his uh, Unsworth lineup and formations, he's tinkering a bit. It's like he's trying to figure out who goes where mm. because he's lost so much. Yeah, he's lost a lot. And you know what? Despite losing all those players, they're playing well already. They're still winning games. All right. Um, uh, however, if any of those are like worth uh, first team places right now, I, I don't think anybody would really say that. Um, B- no. Benny Manning, no. Benny Gimi looks really dominant when you watch him play, but his position is well stocked on the first team. Unsworth's doing a great job as usual, and the purchases that Everton made for the for the youth teams are just so impactful, so good. That's it for the fans' thoughts. Thanks so much to our contributors. Uh, I've always loved you. Yeah. You just need to know that the following segment about Ashley Williams was filmed before the Wales-Ireland World Cup qualifier. 
Yeah. So, um, be gentle, be aware. My opinion has shifted. Edwards is probably pretty, pretty much the same. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'll be giving a revised opinion at the end. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Okay. Talk soon. Bye. Uh, now's the time when we talk about one specific player. Uh, and this week we're uh, discussing yet another polarizing figure. Um, he, was he was purchased to be an immediate rock in our defense. And last season, he was all right. Um, but this season, his mental lapses have, draw have driven us, uh, I don't know, mental? Mm. Yeah? Uh, so, yeah, we need to talk about Williams. Question number one. Edward, do you think Kuman sees Ashley Williams as a starter at center back for Everton, and should he? Sees him as a centre back, shouldn't be a centre back. Uh, still, I think. I think he sees him as the starter because he doesn't see Jagielka that have the legs anymore, and he doesn't see Holgate has ever, having enough experience, which, in all fairness, is true. But Williams, he doesn't play for the club like Jagielka does, and he doesn't have the energy that I personally think Jagielka does. I think Jagielka's got a lot more. So, no, he shouldn't be starting, in my opinion. What about you? Situationally, I do think he should be starting. <sighs> yeah, I know. I mean, here's a question. This is what I this is what I ask myself, all right? Because I see a lot of people clamoring for Mason Holgate to start instead of Williams, to see Keenan Holgate. They think that those two would make a good pairing. I also think that, but only in against teams like Bournemouth that are super quick up front, and I think that would that would maybe could be a good fit for Holgate to start. But who do you trust more in a derby? You know, it's got to be Williams. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Holgate's not got the experience to see. I think he can do. I think Holgate could put up a good job, but. To know that instant quality straight away, Jaggy Elker or Williams, or even Funes Mori. So we keep forgetting about him. I think a lot of Evertonians keep forgetting about the fact that he's still injured. So when he comes back, you never know, it could be for the derby. That would be pretty intense. Uh, Williams' dip in form uh, comes at a time when Everton, as a whole, just look really disjointed. Um, is that a coincidence and he's playing, or uh, is it a coincidence and the, the real reason he's playing poorly is due to his age and the fact that he's just getting on, he's starting to lose his legs, or is it just the whole dark cloud over Everton affecting him as well? I think it's a bit of both, to be honest. I think it's a bit of both. Obviously, most centre-backs at that sort of age, they do start to dwindle anyway because of the age, because of the lack of pace, the lack of intensity that they can put up with. As well, you look at how, like you say, this dark cloud over Everton, a lot of players are like that at the minute because of the way just the situation is at the minute. We're above, we're just above relegation, so obviously a lot of people are going to be disheartened by that. I don't know, what about you? See, you see what, what happened this past week gives me questions. Because apparently when he played for Wales against Georgia, apparently he looked solid. Apparently he played well. Yeah. All right. So now, is that a case of him knowing the his fellow Welsh players and their system, and and, and kind of you know having been a part of that? That's easy for him to step into, um, or is it because they're playing weaker opposition? You know, um, 
I don't know that I know it's not like Georgia is the the worst international team out there, but they're not in the the top. It's always teams. gonna. It's always gonna be a different intensity, no matter what type of game you play. It's always gonna be different compared to the Premier League. It always is. So, I mean, you're gonna see the likes of Delafeo, who may not have been great in the Premier League last season, whatever it was, but he was brilliant in Serie A. He's the same player, just in a different league. It's the same with Williams. He obviously not great in Premier League, but brilliant for Wales because. But then there's also the thing about motivation, isn't it? Where Everton was a team he came to. He was bought by Everton. Swansea he was brilliant at because it was almost a bit like they brought him up uh, through the leagues. And Wales, it's playing for your country. You're obviously going to have that motivation. And the quality is going to go up. Yeah, I think there's still a quality centre-back there, I think. The, the the calls for him to be benched are justified because he's made the, a lot of mental errors lately. He really has. I actually think the bench will probably do him good. I agree. I totally agree. Um, but do I think he's part of our best center back pairing right now? No. I do. I actually disagree with you on that. I do. I think. I, I, I think. I would. I would still play Jags over him because he's had a little poor run. But I still would play Williams in the Derby beside King. Keen, I would. But then Jackie Elka can't score a screamer in front of the cop. I saw somebody post that on Twitter the other day, and I still got chills watching that. Oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, last question. In the end, when it's all said and done, Will Evertonians see Williams as a quality purchase? Possibly, possibly. I could, I could see why, because um, he does. He is a good centre back, but he's not the centre back he was for Swansea. So, I think he'll be one of those where some people will say yes, some people will say no. I personally think he was just for what I feel he was intended for, as in like a stop, temporary yes. I think he was a quality purchase for that. I agree. Uh, I think he had a solid solid year last year, and I think some of his struggles are due to in-house, uh, you know, negativity. Uh, I think it just affects a lot of your mindsets and it, a lot of these players' mindsets, and I think uh, it leads to more mental errors. Um, as a veteran, it really shouldn't be the case with him. Which is why I think a little benching would be good. I would. I will still look upon, look back on him and say, yeah, that was a good signing for what was it? Twelve million, fourteen million? It wasn't. It wasn't Something that much. Like that. It wasn't that much uh, for a starting center back. I, I like Williams, but everybody's saying he should. That he's made mistakes. He has. They're they're so right. A performance like he had for Wales the other day. That just to me shows that there's just a lot more wrong with Everton right now. Yeah. Okay, ready for my revised opinion? Here it is. I think Williams is getting older. And I don't really think that he should be starting with any kind of regularity in the Premier League. In the game against Ireland, um, yeah, he pretty much gave them their goal. Just absolutely diabolical. So yeah, what I'm saying here is I... 
I was wrong. And he was just so sloppy. And it's the same thing he was doing for Everton. So, in conclusion, uh, my bad. <laughs> just saying. All right. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll bite the bullet on this one. I reckon that's it for We Need to Talk About Williams. Uh, so, we're going to do something different again today. A new segment that involves a confession of sorts. Uh, sometimes the confession will come from one of, one of you on social media. Uh, sometimes the confession will come from Edward. Hey, what? Today the confession comes from me. <gasps> so here it is. An unpopular opinion. I don't think... I don't think Cuco Martina is as bad as everyone says he is. Do you want me to explain why, Edward? Or did you want to go ahead and thwart it right out of the gate? No, please explain. Please explain. I, I'm, I'm eager to see what everyone's reaction is. All right. I'm going to be ticking people off today. But it's okay. Uh, so, I don't think anybody really doubts his offensive abilities. All right? He's got pace. And he has definitely put in some dangerous balls from the wing. He can cross. So, offensively, he's okay. Defensively is where he's been questioned. And yes, at the beginning of the season, it was tragic. <laughs> all right, there's no better word. It was flat out tragic, all right? But I thought he played well against United, all right? I thought he shut Rashford down several times. And I thought that although he contributed to Burnley's only goal by not pressing that cross, uh, the rest of the game didn't really make that many mistakes. And yes, did they target his side? Absolutely, because you would do it too. They know he's crap. They know he might be more prone to errors than Leighton Baines. Or Seamus Coleman. I mean, he wasn't the reason that Everton could not penetrate Burnley's defense. He wasn't the reason. I can't slate just him when we lost that, that game. I can't. And, and I see people on Twitter basically saying, look, Martina is bad and I don't care how you slice it. Okay? Well, that's, that's a very definite black and white opinion. I tend to think more in gray areas, like I don't think things are necessarily black and white, and perhaps that's why it takes me a while to get to a point. Do I think he's a starter in this league? No. Okay, and should he be starting every game over Kenny? No. Now, do I cringe when Martina's name is amongst the starters? Not the way I used to. At the beginning of the season, when I saw his name on the list... I was like, oh, God, again, really? Uh, and I think everybody else did it, too. But I don't, I don't feel all that scared with him in the back anymore. I don't. Uh, I'd rather, I'm fine with him starting some games with, for us, situationally. Uh, but I'd really prefer him, like, as a wing back when we were running with three center backs, you know, because then we'd have support for him, defensive support, and he can take more gambles and everything. And also because I'm not a total idiot. So yeah, my my main point is I think the problems of, at Everton are bigger than Cuco Martina. And I don't think he's been responsible for our issues with our scoring and our mentality. Okay? So Edward, what do you think? Um, do your worst. I personally think he can be okay, but he's not good enough. Well, I haven't seen him in enough games to say he's good enough replacement for Coleman. Um, I think Kenny should be starting over him, if I'm honest. 
the only reason I think Martinez has been brought in, I'm glad he was brought in on a free, because that's why he needed to be, the price he was, needed to be a free, and he was needed for experience, that's fair enough. But Kenny, I will give you a good example, in the Bournemouth game, the Bournemouth game he played, as soon as he got onto the pitch, we scored, within about a minute of him coming onto the pitch. As soon as Kenny came on the pitch, we scored and we went on to win. And why was that? Because Kenny was putting balls into the box that were good, quality, and able to get to the players easily. That's no ways, no two ways about it. Kenny changed the game for us, as well as Davies and Niasi. Totally agree. I can understand what you mean with him going forward. He is okay. He needs to work on his crossing a lot more, but he's got the pace, he can. But it's only if he's, like you say, as a wing-back. Wing-back's role is going to be good for him, and I think it's probably going to be one of our best ones to do at this current state of the season. Uh, until we get Coleman back, who can operate in a four-man defence in the way that we want Martina to, but a lot better. So, some bits I do agree with, with your unpopular opinion, but most of it is pretty unpopular. I I still don't think his crossing's that bad. I gotta be. I think he puts in dangerous balls, uh, curving in at at dangerous areas. I agree. I think I'd I'd prefer Kenny start. I do. Uh, I've been feeling that way since the beginning of the season. I mean, I when you watch John Joe Kenny play in the uh, was it U twenty World Cup this past summer? Um, God, and he's just a yeah. He's dangerous. And and he's bold, you know. Uh, he defends well, and he's and he will push forward. And he combines well with other players. Uh, yeah, but I think I think Martinez a stopgap. I just don't think he's worth the total ire of all of all of the Everton supporters. I just I don't think it's that bad. I don't think he's that bad. All right. Um, is it an unpopular opinion? Yeah, and, it, and I, I totally get why it is. It's just it's just the way I feel. I don't know. Maybe it's because I feel bad for him. <laughs> I do. I do, in a sense. But that's all he was. He was only a stopgap replacement. Yeah. Until November yeah. time when Coleman comes back, as well as Balassi. That's, that's me being the ITK. I reckon that's going to be when they come back. You've heard it here. Heard it here first. <laughs> if you disagree, I'm sorry. It's unpopular. Tell tell us in the comments. Subscribe to us. All right, we we want to keep doing this stuff and uh... hit the bell so that you get notified whenever we release a video. Edward, you want to plug your channel? Yep. Uh, obviously, going to be doing a lot of Everton FIFA videos on the channel. So yeah, if you want to check it out, Jamie James and. Um, if you are listening via podcast, thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, why don't you subscribe to the podcast? Why don't you rate it? Do it. All right? Um, Do yeah. It. Uh, also, if you're out there in the social media ether, uh, why don't you check out Toffee Blue, the Toffee Blues on Twitter? Check out the Toffee Blues on the Facebooks and the Insta. Yeah. All right? They have accounts all over there. They also have a website. There's good content, ma- match previews, match... Uh, reactions, good quality all stuff. Kinds Check of, it out. You know, and, and, it's good quality. Yeah, and there's a forum. Yeah. So, uh, Edward, that's it. Thanks so much, man. No Appreciate problem. it. No problem. Thank you for having me. Good luck to everybody surviving 
the international break. We couldn't get through it. It's only brighter away next. All right, deep breaths, everybody. Deep breaths. Take care. Adios.